How did God create the universe? That is the question we'll be discussing today on the Hero of the Story presented by The Gospel Project. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Hero of the Story, a podcast to help you focus on the gospel in every area of your life and ministry. I'm Brian Dombozik, Managing Editor of The Gospel Project, and with me is Aaron Armstrong, our brand manager. So today, Aaron, we are talking about the essential doctrine that we have entitled Creation Out of Nothing, Mm -hmm. which is kind of the answer to the question that we just posed. um, (laughs) How did God create the universe? Uh, And and by that, we're not speaking as, as much in terms of the spoken word, which is how he did. But the substance from from what? Yes. And, and the answer is nothing. Yeah. Uh, and it's an important doctrine. So as always, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and read the essential doctrine as, as we have it, uh, and then we'll just dive into it a little bit. Yeah, that sounds good. So uh, this is our definition of the doctrine of creation out of nothing. The Bible teaches that God created the universe, everything both visible and invisible, out of nothing, sometimes expressed in the Latin phrase creation ex nihilo. Um, that's the best I'm going to do on pronouncing that. So to sell it, you just whenever you come across a hard word, you just say it with confidence. Right. That's right. So what this means is that before God created anything, nothing exi- existed except for God Himself. God alone is eternal. Everything else, everything created, has a beginning. Therefore, the eternal God rules over all of his creation, and he alone is worthy of worship. Denial of this doctrine has implications for God's sovereignty over and providence in creation. Because God created uh, created out of nothing, creation has meaning and purpose and points us to the creator. Good deal. So that that final phrase or two, the final couple of sentences, we're, we're going to get to in a little bit with, yes. with some ramifications of this. But to start with, so, I mean, in in essence, we could say that this doctrine is saying that everything exists except for God. And, and, and that's an important caveat. Everything exists except for God himself. It was created by God from yes. nothing. Yes, that's a great way to say it. So everything everything that exists, everything we can see, taste, smell, touch, fear, and theorize. And everything we can't see. See, smell, taste, taste whatever the list touch, you just yeah. Yes. All of it was created by God. It all has a beginning. The only thing in all the universe. In all of existence, if you are a fan of such theories in all of the multiverse, um, (laughs) they're the only thing uncreated, meaning having no beginning, which also means having no end, is God himself. Yeah, because we would say, of course, self-creation is impossible. Uh, yes. So God could not have created himself. Yes. Uh, God is eternal. Scripture is clear on this. It's another doctrine that, mm-hmm. that we cover. And we'll get there. And we'll get there. Uh, and so he is not created. He did not create himself. Everything else, though, everything is created by him from nothing. He had yes. no starting point. It's not like he had this uh, this box of of. Uh, minerals and and gases and so forth. Yeah, there's and, no pre-existing yeah. material. Yeah, there he was didn't no say, nothing. All right, let me take a little bit of this and then, and then let me fashion the universe. It was yeah. nothing. Yeah, and he did it by the spoken word, the power of his word. So, what what are some uh, Bible passages? Where do we see this in in Scripture? Well, I mean, we see it all over the place. I mean, the 
the first kind of gimme is uh, is really Genesis 1-1. Um, yeah. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Full stop. <laughs> um, that is, that's a big deal. Um, you know, in we see in John 1-1, we see kind of the follow-up there that is, um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And, he cont- and John continues to say that everything that was created um, was created in and through the Word. Yeah. Um, and so that nothing, nothing that has been created was not created by him. Um, and so that's a, that's a big deal. Um, but we see also in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, we see that by faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was made from, the thing, from things that are not visible. That's, that's one. But we've got lots more. Yeah. Uh, Another in Revelation 4.11, um, this is what we read there. Our Lord and God, you are worthy to receive glory and honor and power because you have created all things. And by your will, they exist and were created. Right. Uh, Psalm 33.6, the heavens were made by the word of the Lord and all the stars by the breath of his mouth. So we're seeing these these Mm -hmm. pretty broad, all-encompassing statements. And then, of course, Colossians 1.16 says, for everything was created by him, him being Jesus, in heaven and on earth, the visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. Yeah, that one's pretty strong there because of that, that clarification, visible and invisible. Yes. Uh, that, that it's not just what we see and touch. It is the physical, but there's also this reality in this universe of that invisible dimension. And yeah. that's created by God, too, out, out of nothing, all things. Um, and again, it's, it's a logic. Just to be clear, I think most people, if not everybody, gets this. But just to be clear, that means, you know, God could not have had some substances from which to start. He could not have had a toolbox of substance because then that would have. Because those would have been there already. Those would have been there already. Yeah. And, and it says all things were created. So that it's, again, just to make that abundantly yeah. clear, that's how we can look at yeah. these verses and, and, and stand firmly on this concept of, of God creating everything from nothing. Right. And, and that actually is one of the unique things about the Christian faith, really, is that there is a, there is a zero starting point. Like there, like nothing is there in many other worldviews. There is, there may be a beginning, but there's always a pre-existing. There's yeah. something that pre-existed. You think about the um, the Roman and Greek mythology that would have been at the that was around um, that we still are able to read, but was prominent in the worship of of the days of of the apostle the apostles. Um, the whole idea is that there's always there's always been something that creation itself is essentially eternal. Yeah. That the world has always existed in some form, that gods come from other gods that then beget other gods that really ultimately all just act horrible, kind of like us. Um, and um, and the God of the Bible is unique in that way, in that there's no glimpse of anything that was before him. There's nothing in there's nothing in the story. In fact, the way that the that the Bible is structured, it's really clear that before God there was nothing except, except for him. him. Yep. He has no beginning because he has no beginning. He just always has been. He always is. And and that's 
um, that's also one of those things that, I mean, again, as we talk about the eternality of God in a in a future episode, we see how Jesus um, uses uses that as a reminder what, to people when he's talking about his deity. Um, it's how God it, God expresses it when he calls himself I am, meaning he yeah. just all he is. It's kind of notion of timeless existence right, in that, exactly. that Hebrew. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. As we dig into this, though, um, so those are that's basically the scriptures. Yeah, but what are some what are some things that we need to understand about this doctrine? What are some some cautions and encouragements? Yeah. Well, the cautions we see baked into the very end of the of the doctrine itself that you read. Yeah, we see that that rejection of this doctrine directly impacts some other critical doctrines. We've mentioned the eternality of God, of course, mm-hmm. uh, that if you reject that God created all things from nothing, then something exists. Um, and, and that just, it, it starts to chip away at, at that belief, that understanding that God alone is eternal. Uh, then the question is, well, where did these other things come from? Who created it or how did it get created and so forth? So it, it starts to, to seep over to our understanding of the eternality of God and also the omnipotence of God, the the power of God, mm-hmm. um, that to understand that God created everything from nothing by his spoken word reveals his power to us in a keenly different way than if he took some pre-existing materials and just fashioned them. Still be impressive, of course. Sure. I, I'm not an artist. Uh, I can't sculpt or anything. And so when I see <laughs> sculptures, that impresses me. But they had pre-existing materials you know they, they started with a big rock or clay yeah. or whatever and, and they they formed it and shaped it it's still impressive but nowhere near as impressive as god creating everything from nothing uh the, the master creator the power at his disposal from just the spoken word and then thirdly the sovereignty of god mm-hmm. god is sovereign over everything because he created everything yeah you know i use this illustration quite often and i just said i'm not an artist but suppose i did create a piece of art I would have every right to destroy it or do whatever with that art I see fit. Right. If I want to paint over it, if I want to do whatever, I'd have nobody could say, Brian, you're wrong to do that because what what I say, no, it's mine. I can do whatever I want with it. Yep. Well, that understanding that God created everything, therefore he is sovereign over everything. He owns everything. He has the right to rule over everything. Mm-hmm. It's really important. So so this doctrine, we have to be careful. We don't want to look past it too quickly. I think this is one where some people may be tempted to relegate it to a less important doctrine. It doesn't feel as weighty as some of these other ones. Mm-hmm. But when we understand the, the ramifications of rejecting this one, it, it, it shores up its weightiness. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think something else that, uh, you know, if we want to continue in the vein of cautions, one other thing that we need to be aware of is what this doctrine doesn't speak to. Mm. Because the doctrine of creation out of nothing, it doesn't speak to all the mechanics of it. It doesn't talk to time frames. It doesn't talk to the hows of how God did this. Um, and so there is a, a debate among amongst believers about time frames. Yeah. And, and it's important to note that this is a secondary issue. It is one that means that it's one that it does not define who is who believes the God who believes in in the gospel and who does not. It does not determine who is saved and who yeah. is not. Um, it's one that 
we can be wrong on and still get to worship at the yes. feet of Jesus. And, and we can disagree on and still be united. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so it's one that should not cause division. Yeah. Um, and there's the keyword, should not. Yeah. We know that it sometimes does. And and that's that issue of of the time frame of it, like and particularly the meaning of the word day in Genesis. There's um, there's good arguments on yeah. on a couple of sides for a couple of these. There are some that are not convincing at all. <laughs> there, but they're ones that that I think most of us would reject yeah. anyway. And, and just to be clear, just in yeah. case somebody is not quite up to speed on this, the the, yeah. the Hebrew word day in in scripture is yom y o m, and it really can mean like many Hebrew words. It, Many English words the same yeah. way. It can mean either a literal twenty-four hours day, twenty-four hour day, or a period of time. Yes, uh, and we use it. Hey, in my day, we never had phones to play on. Right. I don't mean a literal twenty-four hours. I mean a period of time. Yeah, or you know, I'll see you the day after tomorrow. I Which mean, is a, a literal a period, period of time. time. So the the tension that some people see in this when you read Genesis one, which meaning was was meant there? Was it twenty four hour days that God created everything in, in six mm-hmm. literal days a week, or does it mean period of time? And that has implications on many other areas. Right. But there's disagreement, and there it's is. okay. Yeah, this doctrine does not speak to that. No. No, and Both, um, you hold yeah. this doctrine. You can go either of those paths. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and I think um, you know certainly certainly uh, you and I would lean toward that literal day. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's for me that's where where I see the text most naturally. Yeah, as do I. I. You take the natural reading, but I appreciate yeah. and understand the argument absolutely. for a period of time. Absolutely. So um so that's so those are those are a couple of the cautions that come come with this doctrine. Um again we I also mentioned uh earlier the the fact that and this actually should be a bit of an encouragement um, just the fact that this is a un- this is a fairly unique thing amongst all the world religions that yeah. um, that if God is um, if if God is the creator of all things that He exists outside of them all that means that He doesn't He's not dependent on any of them as well. There's there's no um, He doesn't have a need for it, and that's actually a really really great thing because if God doesn't need us for anything. Um, that makes his love for us all the more extravagant. Yeah, and and that should be an encouragement for us. Yeah, that he chooses to use us. Yeah, uh, he need not use us, but it, that he chooses to do this. That, I mean, really, this. Yeah, that's an encouragement. So, let me follow up with, with that, and 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 as we just kind of go down the stretch and talk about some other differences yeah. this doctrine should make. Yeah, um, I think another one is is that we need to be able to see God's fingerprints on on creation. Yeah. Now, this is the thing that amazes me that. You know, we have to remember the, that creation is fallen. We know from Romans, uh, Genesis, even that that because of sin, creation is not as it should be. It's yeah. not as it was. It is fallen. It is broken. It is 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 yearning for restoration, just as as we are. And yep. yet, think about the beauty and splendor we see all around us. Mm-hmm. You know, I've told the story before. I, I've been. Um, been on several mission trips to South Africa and Cape Town, South Africa is one of the most beautiful places in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember vividly one time hiking up a mountain and I kind of took a, a break and was kind of s- sitting down looking at Cape Town over a field of flowers, you know, and it's just beautiful, the, the water and just beautiful. And it's one of those moments where I don't have enough of these, but it was one of those moments that God just, I was, I was with him and as recognizing his goodness 
his splendor of creating and creating so lavishly, so beautifully. And I, I remember thinking that moment, the flowers are different colors. God didn't have to make flowers different colors. Mm-hmm. Why did he make them different colors? I, I believe it's to reveal his His glory, to reveal his beauty and, mm-hmm. and for us to appreciate it. And by extension, more importantly, appreciate him. Mm-hmm. And so when we interact, even with a broken creation around us, we see God's fingerprints, his power. I've never been to Niagara Falls, but I understand the power that you feel. It's amazing. Yeah. And you just think, man, God created this by the spoken word. This is yeah. nothing compared to God's power. The beauty that I saw is nothing compared to the beauty. Right. And so this doctrine that God created everything from nothing should draw us to worship him. Absolutely. And one of the things that that is in there as well is we should we also need to recognize that because as you as you said this world is fallen meaning um, the Bible uses the term that it's subject to futility mm-hmm. that um, ultimately all that means is that the that the curse that is upon people because of sin um, affects the entire world so it's broken the way that we are broken um, but just to think that that is true and yet this world is just amazing yeah it's mind blowing. That you can have um, beautiful places like Cape Town, uh, South Africa, that you can see majestic sites like Niagara Falls or, um, you know, absurdly unreal places like Lake Louise, Alberta, Canada. Um, Or drink coffee. Or drink good coffee, not Folgers. That's not coffee. (laughs) That's that's yes. part of the the curse. That is an, that is evidence of the fall. That's Apparently, true. Folgers will um, not be uh, sponsoring this podcast anytime soon. If you work have, for Folgers, we we we're, we don't have sponsors on yeah, this podcast. Anyway, let's keep going. Let's keep going. But um, so these things are true. But what this doctrine also does is it reminds us it it, it causes us to recognize. God's right to rule as he sees fit. Mm -hmm. So we've used this term sovereign many, many times, remembering this is his authority. This is his his control over all things because he is the one who made it. He is the one who says, who gets to set the rules. He gets to say, no, this is how things are supposed to go. Not, and there's no other way if and and so we think about and ultimately all of the the issues that we are like societal issues that we're dealing with right now um, that are are far too big for this particular episode they all really come down to this to this doctrine yeah. um it's a fight against what god has said humanity is supposed to be and how humanity is supposed to function not um, and not any other thing yeah and and also to couple with that it's not only that he has the right but he also knows best correct you know he he I have to remind myself of this because I forget all the time and in my sin I, I want to reject it mm-hmm. but God knows me better than I do he he knows how things work. He knows how my marriage works better than I do. He knows how my family works being a dad. He knows how, you know, you go down the list. Right. He's the creator. He he knows. Not only does he have the right and the authority, but he knows. So, you know, it's wise of us to turn to him and follow his ways and not our own. Yes. I, I think the the other difference this should make 
to me is that we need to remember we need to steward his creation well. Yes. And I've been guilty of this to an extent that you start to uh, you start to relegate creation to a less important because really what matters is people and eternity and so yeah. forth. And there may be this this thought of well we don't really have to take care and and people who you know uh, people who are, are so militant about taking care of the environment they're coming from a humanistic perspective a lot of times and we don't want to be seen as that. Yes. But here's the truth. God mandated us to take care of his creation. Yep. It was part of the commands to Adam and Eve. Uh, that has not changed. Just because we live in a fallen world, God did not say, okay, we'll do whatever you want to it. Yeah. No, we still need to steward well his creation for his glory. Right. Uh, we need to respect creation, including our bodies and so forth. I've, mm-hmm. I've made the joke with my wife that when I'm you know, when I'm dead, don't use the you know money to do a burial and everything. Just throw me in a ditch somewhere. You know, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. really, that's dishonoring create his sure. creation. So we, we need to 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 steward well his creation mm-hmm. for his glory, and in doing so, I believe we show the world what it's supposed to be like. Yes, and along with that, one thing that that doesn't let's talk about what that doesn't mean. Um, that doesn't mean that. We worship creation. So it doesn't mean that we need to have a gathering and apologize to all of the plants. (laughs) Oh, you went there. In our lives. Of course I went there. (laughs) We went, we we don't do stuff like that. we don't. That's unchristian. Yes. (laughs) That's unbiblical. It's unsound. Um, It also doesn't mean that we don't, um, that we don't develop the world. In fact, stewardship means that we cultivate. Yes. Um, And that's, that's that key part of that mandate that God gave the people it wasn't just take care of the world it was help develop it um, let it grow into what I intended it to be yeah. um, and so while we live in a fallen world there's still a part of that to, there's still an element of that that we are responsible for um, and so it requires us to think critically about how we interact with the world around us. But it doesn't mean that we're on an equal playing field. Exactly. We have we have authority that is given to us by God to care and use the world for his, ultimately for his purposes. Yeah. Um and 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 that is a a great challenge. It's a, it's a difficult thing to do, and we're going to mess it up. We're going to get it wrong. Um, but it doesn't mean that we just give up and quit. Yeah. I, and so we we need to to steward well, as you said, for his glory, for our good, our enjoyment of, of creation as well, mm-hmm. um, and just keep that in mind. So good discussion, Aaron. I think yeah. this is a, a good place to wrap it up and, and, and call it a day. Yep. Uh, so I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please do leave a sincere five-star rating and review on Apple podcast or whatever platform you use to listen to the show. And for more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.